You're listening to the Cyfidelity Podcast, episode 177, Marvel's Who Gives a Shit. The Cyfidelity Podcast is intended for a mature audience due to its adult themes and language. In this episode, we get into all of the Marvel Studios TV shows and movies that came out in 2021 and ask if it was all just a bit much. I, uh, I'm going to make an effort this year to read more and play more video games. I might actually play Mass Effect this year. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, mm. but I'm actively choosing to watch fewer movies this <laughs> I year saw than you I did on last Steam year. playing a video game. Not like, not like in Steam, but like your name turned green and you were in a video game. I was. I've actually that was kind of neat. It was Abelor, a game that I've already mm-hmm. yeah, dumped 150 hours in. I saw <laughs> that. You know, I baby steps. <laughs> baby says, well, I got to remember how to, you know, turn on the computer and like log it in and start it. Oh, so hard. So I just got to go back to something I know. <laughs> well, I'm playing the re- the remaster. Oh, well, remaster, it, it looks exactly the same. Um, but it's a new version of the game. I'm 30 hours into this game, so I'm invested. <laughs> How is it a remaster if it looks the same? Like, what did they change? I, that, that was one of the things people complained about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you pay more money for it? Looking uh, at you, Bethesda. I, I, uh, well, I paid money for it, but I mean, I bought it on Steam, so I didn't pay a lot of money for it. I mean, do you ever pay a lot of money for any game on Steam? I think I got this Uh new game with all the extra DLC for like $15, and this is a new game. (laughs) Well, okay, so uh, every now and again, a friend of mine will be like, hey, there's a game that I would like to play, and it is, like, I already have it, and I like to play with a bunch of people, and I look at it, and I say, well, that looks like fun. Shit, it's not on sale, you son of a bitch. Why didn't you say this two weeks ago when I could have bought the whole thing for $3.99? Now it's $59.99. You can go fuck your mother, all right? Yeah, and that is is an accurate description of a steep sale. It was $60 yesterday, and now it's four bucks. (laughs) Yeah. You want this? It is, I will suck your dick behind the CVS prices. It's like Steam got divorced and he needs to pay that bitch off. That <laughs> type of prices. <laughs> right. We need to assess the value of your assets. What is this game worth? Uh, $4? <laughs> like, I have definitely seen Steam sales where my first thought is, are you okay, Steam? <laughs> it's 80% it's off. I'm not answering any more questions. <laughs> You good, bro? You seem like some shit's going down, oh and you need I help. I sent you an I'm email about if this. You need help. <laughs> he need- I sent no, you an email about some items on your wish list. 
either you can get them <laughs> or we'll see you in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, or man. I got random months out of the year. Mortal Kombat. You want all of Mortal Kombat 11 and all the DLC that would normally cost you $90? Five bucks. I just need five dollars right now. Can you help me out? Here is five dollars. Did you to steal take. this from somebody? <laughs> I feel like Steam needs some crack rocks. And they just, you know, they're just like, hey man, hey man, look, just five $3.99. $3.99. Look, it was too much. It was too much last week. We brought it down. It's $3.99. $3.99. Come on. Come on, man. $3.99. You put it on your wish list. You know you want it. Come on, man. Come on. Help me. Are out. you okay? Help Steam $2.99. All right. You you make a hard bar for $2.99. <laughs> I do remember Mass Effect uh, rema- the remastered deluxe all three games in one package was like ten dollars cheaper than buying mass effect (laughs) three yeah yeah it works out that way a lot a lot so you you can get the uh the the franchise package of everything this company has produced for a hundred and five dollars or you can get this package of just three games and it's $286. $286. Yeah. So, I mean, it's your choice. You know, whichever one. I mean, this one has yeah. a couple of DLCs in it, but um, yeah, the choice is yours. Is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. My, my favorite is when it's like a, it's like a co-op, like a four-player co-op game, you can get a pack of four for less than the cost of just the single copy. You can have yes, all of your good. friends play with you. Or you can spend more and just play by yourself like a loser. Fuck you. Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm trying to help hey, you man. out, man. Did you want to get four copies of that? Oh, no, man. I uh, I don't know that many people. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I, I already have one. Could you get me like, is it like a three-pack? Like a three-pack would be good. Because uh, one of us already plays this fucking thing. No? Okay. No. There are definitely games in my Steam library that are there solely because of Steam. Like, it's like, dude, why do you own this? Steam. Steam is why I own this. Because it was 50 cents. Yeah. That's why I own this. I, I have a bunch of party games that are in my library. And uh, with the current events, there is no parties going on at my place. There will just not, there won't be any parties. We're not having parties now. But I am still compelled to collect them because I like them. <laughs> And now yes. that I've got a collection going, I want them all. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Steam gets you. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the ways. They got a number of ways, it turns out. Like yeah. they'll release a game every, I don't know, 15 years, it seems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true, Valve, doesn't it? They don't actually make games very often, but they'll, well, they'll when they sell do, you a cheap ass yeah. game on Steam. Is they, when they do, it is the yeah. second coming of fucking video games. Like, you yes, know, it is. Yeah. So. You know, quality, I guess. Yeah, it takes time. I, they know how it's done. It's how I think Rockstar used to do it, you know, when they could count to six. Look, <laughs> I don't even play Grand oh. Theft Auto, and I make Grand Theft Auto six jokes. Okay? <laughs> uh, I did get suckered uh. in and buy the Doctor Who game the other day. So, What have does it, the uh, Doctor Who game consist of? It was actually a game built for VR, and then they decided to retool it for, you know, normal computer desktops oh, yeah, and game. stuff. 
And I thought, you know, and then they had it on sale. So it was like, well, uh, I'm not sure if this even runs Steam. on Windows 7, but sure, Steam, I'll buy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someday I'll get this computer updated to Windows 10 and then maybe I'll be able to play this game. <laughs> oh, I absolutely have games on my Steam account that I cannot play on my current system because <laughs> at some point I'm going to have to, re- my computer is five, six years old. At some point I'm going to have to replace the son of a bitch. And at that point, I'll be able to play Mortal Kombat 10 <laughs> because Steam was selling that son of a bitch for like four dollars, and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Well, shit, I'll, I'll buy a game I can't play for four dollars." <laughs> yeah, I think I now own three, just about half of my Steam collection, three games that are will not play on my current <laughs> current yeah, computer. Dude, Steam, I fucking get yeah, it. Yeah. I understand yeah. completely. <laughs> I met you behind that CVS, yeah. and we made the same goddamn deal. <laughs> now, Welcome to the Psychedelity Podcast. <laughs> it's not the usual opening, but uh, I'll take it. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. And this is Steve. Boy, we sure do love our video games. Yeah. I mean, to, to one degree or another, we enjoy them in our own way, you know, but... uh they don't come uh, without any grief at all. There's some price to pay that's beyond monetary for the pleasure of playing video games, uh, particularly with Steam. Yeah. But uh, today, we have another subject in mind. Uh, our, our cold open is fucking frosty because it is not connected to this bitch in any way. Oh, and uh, <laughs> but do I? You should let that one out of the. That one's out. You missed it. <laughs> I'll circle back. I'll find a way. Now, I'll, now's not I'll the time to be like, like, oh, I could have done what, that right. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You, here you, must you be know what happens. I'm still going to do it. You'll know. I'll let okay. you know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Michael's going to force some line on us to connect the MCU. To, to this, to Steam games. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could probably do it, actually, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's actually super easy. Yeah, no, it uh, is. Yeah, I watched yeah. so much MCU last year that I didn't play video games, and I am going to change that. Because nine fucking things came out last year for the MCU. You got your four movies and five TV shows. That's insane. MCU has got to stop. Like, it was fine when they used to come out with, like, two, three movies a year, it's gotten to a point now where, and don't me, I'm not saying it's bad quality. I watch the shows and I watch the movies, but I'm like, guys, this is a lot of content in one year. Like, do you not like I, good so, things? Why are you like, oh, stop, stop, stop I, giving I, me, I, you're, I, you're I, dumping gold on me. Stop it. Why? Are people always talking about with the Star Wars franchise that people get like, Star Wars fatigue? How is this not di- how is this not the exact same thing? <laughs> Star Wars fatigue thing. is the nice way of saying your Star Wars sucks and I'm sick of it. Uh, there's no <laughs> fatigue when your show is good. I mean, so, I actually don't uh, disagree with that statement. <laughs> it's worth saying that if you have not seen all of the things, mm-hmm. which very likely you haven't, but you know, yeah. what I'm saying to you is we're not diving too deep. We're not trying to spoil every one of these shows and movies. So cool your fucking jets. 
You can listen. It's going to be fine. Don't get in a panic because you didn't watch the very season finale of Who Gives a Shit and Billy Bob. That's one of the shows, right? Who Gives a Shit and Billy Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. I thought it was weird that they did a show about such a D-list character. But yeah, they Who Gives a Shit and Billy Bob. That's a great show. I mean, every now and again, they just need to die. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird that they basically made like the Netflix Marvel show, but on Disney Plus, like all the sex and violence. It was weird. I was like, "Why are you doing this, Disney Plus?" I, like, I have you know, to when, admit, who, who gives a shit does sound like the sequel to What If. That's pretty great. <laughs> that's, uh, Marvel's Who Gives a Shit. That's my first. Uh, Title. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, Captain Marvel standing in an office, reads some shit off a piece of paper. <laughs> Fucking so what? <laughs> the book. Marvel gives a shit. Yeah. It's, okay. It's thirty-five minutes of just like Jane Foster at a Starbucks, just drinking coffee. <laughs> Nothing happens. It's just the camera just sticks on her for thirty-five minutes while she drinks coffee alone. <laughs> Marvel's who gives a shit. <laughs> I bet you money it would make like a shit ton of money. <laughs> uh, they'd have a lot of viewers for the first episode, and then it would all go downhill. From well, that's there, the but... trick. You only make one episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anthology of it one was... episodes of who, who gives a shit. It was right. a special episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got uh, 30 minutes of a library scene in the TVA. I, sp- I suppose it happens. No, it's, it's 30 minutes of... Of of Spider Man, Peter Parker sewing his Spider Man suit. Well, and I was about it. to say it, it kind of works as the title for Spider Man origin story, isn't that the usual reason of you know I missed the part where that's my problem? Who gives a shit? It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's definitely the asshole period of. To be fair, the asshole period of Peter Parker's life lasted all of about fifteen minutes. <laughs> When well, in the, the movie, the wrestling yeah. manager. Well, I mean, that's in, what in it the, was in no, the in comic, comic too. In the comic, the guy comes back like a week later and, and kills Uncle Ben. So he, you know, he got to be mm. like, like there's no immediate comeuppance in the comic because then he'd be like, oh well, I clearly fucked that up. No, it'd be like, yeah, no, I like only worrying about me now that I got these powers. And oh shit, that came back to bite me in the ass. Oh. <laughs> Well, now I feel really bad because I was an asshole for like a, like a solid week. Like a straight week. <laughs> Just beating up nerds, giving people wedgies. Oh, oh. Yeah. You know I what? basically gonna, became Flash Thompson. <laughs> I'm going to be making up for this for the next 40 years. <laughs> Something about great power and responsibility. I don't know. Yeah, they should write that down. That sounds really catchy. Yeah, it sounds like it's important. It's not that important. That's a, that's a nice life lesson there. You know, it's it's got the depth that really just shuts down the, well, maybe I don't give a shit. Great power, great responsibility. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, damn, all right, <laughs> fuck, I'll go put this suit on. I'm responsible for <laughs> sipping this Mai Tai I'm on the beach. I'm supposed to be, what, how, supposed how to be getting the, my dick wet at the prom, but no, no, I'll go fight the shocker, fucking asshole. How did it go in End of the Spider-Verse? With great power comes, don't you finish that sentence! <laughs> uh, I love middle-aged Spider-Man. 
<laughs> middle-aged Spider-Man was kind of great. <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh, uh, you did great, Miles. Oh, you were like I, you were like a son. Do I want kids? <laughs> uh, it's weird. I, 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 it's it, watching into the Spider Verse. It's weird that I identified so much with the middle-aged Spider-Man. It made me realize that I'm now consuming my comic book entertainment from just a completely different perspective than I used to. Man, that's a that's that's a rough one too. Because when you get there, when you when you finally hit that, you know, you go back and you look at some of the shit that you really cherished, and uh, you realize how differently you see it now, like. The difference is palpable. You're mm-hmm. on a different floor, not just like a different part of the same room. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I'm surprised that that surprised you that you didn't look at things that you would identify with a middle-aged man being <laughs> what you are is a middle-aged yeah. man. Like, no, you, no. like, you work for a living. Like, you you stopped playing video <laughs> games because you didn't have time with all the work you had to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean it's it's absolutely true. I I get that. It's just it's one of those things where I think for a lot of people you don't realize how middle aged you are until you're like in the thick of it. Like you don't recognize it when it starts. It's something that you're like, oh yeah, I'll get back to playing video games in in, in just like a week or two. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Four <laughs> years pass, and you're like, I haven't played a single fucking video game in four years. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I was asking myself that, go ahead. I am playing more video games right now than per week than at pretty much any other time in my life. Or I mean, in the last few years, I guess I, any, any, this year, last year, the year before, the year before that, that these are my video game golden age for me. Uh, but man, when I was younger, I would, I could keep up with like nine ongoing shows be currently <laughs> playing like five video games with intricate plots that I still understood. I would read 10 comic books a week and read the Harry Potter book that just came out. I don't know how the fuck I found yeah, time to yeah. do all of that shit, but no, I used I am- to do it without <laughs> any effort whatsoever. <laughs> I, I am now consuming one small paperback novel every six months. So my, my book reading has gone all to hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I identify with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be flat out honest, and I'm not proud of this, but it's been a couple of years since I've read like a like a straight up fiction book. Like if I haven't read it for work, I haven't read it. I've read a couple of comic books, but Project Hail Mary. Why do you think I joined Book Club, boys? Is because this is the only way I needed some external, (laughs) some external, uh, uh, you know, someone to go. Hey, did you read the book? (sighs) No, I didn't. I'll fucking finish it. I got to finish it in three days. Let me go read this shit. Otherwise, uh, you know. There's other shit to do, man. And I, you know, you got to make time. And that's... <laughs> I got bills and shit. Exactly. Look, look, look. I remember back back when I was but a, a wee child, um, it was, oh, well, I've done everything. I guess I'll play a video game. Now it's like, no, no, no. I'm going to stop what I'm doing now so I get one hour of video game in today. Because <laughs> yep. yep. otherwise, yep. I will just spend the whole day like, you know fucking doing home chores and paying bills and shit. Mm, no, that just well, makes you want to tell you right now. 
Done is a fantasy. Done is a construct that was created yeah. by the Hallmark. <laughs> There's no such thing as done. There's always something else I should probably be doing. <laughs> you can buy done. You can buy done if you just have a whole shitload of money. Yeah, I don't have true. that kind of money. But yeah. you can buy some done. Yeah, that's true. But the type of people who've managed to accrue that kind of money generally have the mentality that they're never done. So- <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Well, the irony of that is deep. <laughs> yeah. I suppose right. if you inherited it, if you inherited it, you could have the mentality and yeah. the money to make it all work. So <laughs> inherited like old school rich are the only people that know what done is because yes. I haven't seen I haven't seen done in like 15 years. Like it's been well over a decade uh, since I don't know that I've seen done since the 90s like it's been a while since i've been done i mean do you know any retired people because they seem to be really embracing done that's fair yeah (laughs) probably isn't good you know there's there's some research that says like when you're done your brain just stops working so you should always keep doing something find something new to not be done so you can keep your keep those those gears turning so they don't get all crusty and filled with cobwebs that's when I'm going to play Mass Effect. <laughs> Fucking never. In okay, about good. 30, 40 years, yeah. I'm going to finally have time to play Mass Effect. I'm sure the third remaster will have come out by that point. Yeah, but it'll be uh, a holodeck. And you're like, I don't have a holodeck. What is this? And it'll cost negative $5. <laughs> On Steam. <laughs> That's right. Well, it'll be free because you'll get it off the Epic Game Store. So, you know. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I totally understand why people don't have time to watch like the MCU shows. I did actually watch all of the MCU shows, but I have a partner that also loves to watch. Like my wife also loves watching the MCU shows. So I had someone else there to make sure that all of this stuff got watched. So, like you're in book club to basically get you to, to read the book. My wife is here to make sure I'm caught up on the MCU shows and the MCU movies. Hey, Eternals is out, so we're going to go to the movies to go see Eternals. I don't know that Eternals is going to... We're going to go see Eternals. Yeah. So okay, you, I guess we're going to go see Eternals. Can you give, so can you give us the list for all the people that didn't like do the, year, the homework for 2021? Okay. And okay, so the four right. movies, You're MCU gonna have to movies. go a little slower. Go slow. <laughs> All right, do it. Do the four movies are do it slowly. <laughs> four MCU Sensual. movies are Black Widow, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, and Spider Man No Way Home. And the five TV shows that came out this year from the MCU are WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If. And Hawkeye. And uh, I got to say, I think on average, most of those kind of fell into the middling. It's pretty good. I don't think the MCU has ever made anything that was outright terrible, to be fair. Like, I don't think they've ever made anything that was really, really bad. I will say, for me, Eternals and Falcon and the Winter Soldier were... Man, they were, they're not bad, but like if somebody was to ask me, oh, should I go see it? 
eventually. You should probably see it when it's free. Like, well, I don't know that yeah. I would pay money for it. I, that's, a, that's a good way to think about it, I think, is to try and put a price tag on it. Like, if the price of entry to see Eternals was $50, you'd say, ah, hold off. <laughs> right. Well, that's uh, yeah, kind of what I did. Most but... anything was $50, I'd say hold off. So that, I mean. No, I, I would honestly say if the price, I don't, I don't know about $50, but. Yeah, exactly. I, I did see Spider-Man <laughs> well, No Way Home twice in theaters, and it did cost go to the me movies, about $30 to do so. So. <laughs> you know, if you're going to go to the theater to see a movie. And I am going to take three people, and someone's going to want popcorn uh, yeah. and a drink. Not, 50 bucks is easy. Yeah, yeah. It's not that hard to do that at all. Well, okay. So, so yeah. So, so when you're like, oh, like mid, like half of them or middling or whatever, I, I, I think that's mm. an interesting distinction. I think their TV shows are pretty strong. I, the movies were kind of weak this year. Um, yeah, I, I love Black Widow. I, I thought Black Widow was great. That's, I mean, so it's not my favorite MCU movie, but there are a lot of other MCU movies that I like less than right. Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I, and I, I would agree with that. I don't think that Black Widow is terrible, but if I had to honestly like rank them, it's still somewhere in the middle. Like it still has that problem of forgettable villain that I don't actually give two shits about. I was like, yeah, I don't care about this guy. He's not a terrible villain. But, I mean, that's what the average MCU villain is. I don't really care, but I don't would I wouldn't say he's a bad villain. Honestly, I still think to this day there's only been one villain that I would maybe go so far to say, okay, that villain was maybe bad. I like Thor the Dark World, but the villain in that movie kind of sucked. <laughs> I love Christopher yeah. Eccleston. But Malekith was not what I would call a that great villain. wasn't a proper Malekith anyway. That, uh, that's fair. But he, to be fair, I haven't read a lot of Thor, so I don't know a lot about Malik. This is one of those times where I don't actually know that much about the source material. But but Malekith killed Thor's mama, so I mean he's got to he's got to get a couple bumps but, up for that. Like that's that yeah, is, he does he actually does because that scene was fucking awesome. Yeah. I will give you that. But didn't he get a lackey to kill Thor's mama? <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't know if it was actually. I, I think it was a. No. I think it was Malekith's henchman that killed Malekith's uh, Lord, uh, Thor's mother. No, I think it was him. And then uh, Thor runs in and, and like burns his face because he was the one that actually did it. Because the right. the lackey. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So you're right. yeah, no. Like I mean, that was a cool scene, you know, and everything. And mm-hmm. Thor's mom was kicking ass, but um, <sighs> fucking humans, man, they ruined everything. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Right. Yeah, is that is you know? Do I, mean, I want to see a monologue from Malekith? No, no, that's the fair. villain in Black Widow. I actually really hated and was really felt very satisfied when when the the guy died. And whereas most of the other villains in MCU, I don't really care all that much about. Oh, okay, the, this is the scene where the bad guy dies. Okay, but, I did know. like their version you know, of Taskmaster, even if it was wildly different than the comic book version. I still thought their version of Taskmaster was pretty cool. I the, Taskmaster is actually a character that I kind of love. I actually really love that character. And this was a wildly different version of that character, but it had the part that it's important. Mm-hmm. This character can mimic anything that the character is seeing. All right, fine. That that's the important thing. As long as you give me that, I can maybe accept all the I other can changes. Maybe accept. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that the MCU is doing is giving us 
characters that cross over into movies that feature a lot of characters, right? We get these big group movies, but then we have these break-offs where they do individual character movies and stories. Mm. But our villains don't. Thanos is the big example of this is a bad guy that has carried over into a couple of movies. Mm. Granted, they're the group movies, but nevertheless, he's the only bad guy that survived his movie and remained a a core threat between movies. Well, the only thing that I would say about that is, and, and this is part of the reason why I love it, an argument can be made that Thanos actually is a side character that got its own spin because Infinity War was effectively Thanos' movie. Like, he is the protagonist of that movie. I mean, like, he's I the one that goes on a journey. He's the one that succeeds at the end. He is the protagonist of that movie. It's one of the reasons I love no, Infinity War. I was like, oh, down, holy film shit, school. you gave a villain. No, no, no. I'm not movie. buying that shit. <laughs> film school, you can just, no, uh uh-uh. uh. No. That's some bullshit. I don't, I don't. No. He I is the protagonist. I think he's the main yeah, character I agree. of that movie. I, I, <laughs> no. It, you want to try and pull like an anti-hero maybe? Uh, maybe. But no. He's not the protagonist. Oh, nobody's rooting for his ass. Yeah, that's... Uh, okay. Well, Thanos, but, that, but that's, that's like, the argument. I don't, I don't know that the protagonist has to be the good guy. Like, the protagonist is just the main character. No. But Thanos <laughs> yeah. is like uh, Cobra Commander from... The G.I. Joe five part episodes for for parts Mm. one through four. He's the one that goes and succeeds at all these things and puts all his parts together. And if you stop it there, it's like, well, it was Cobra Commander's story. No, it's not. It's it's never Cobra Commander's story. It is never Thanos's story. It is the story of everyone that's trying to resist that guy's, frankly, half silly, half brilliant plan. So, well, you know, well, if you had a Cobra Commander story where I would say a good portion, if not most of the story was told from his perspective and he won at the end. I think you could make an argument that that was the most of that movie. Most of Infinity War isn't told from his perspective. It's told from the, the only time you see him is when he's on. What is that? The Jupiter's Moon Titan. Is that what that I guess that's where that was. Actually, probably not because it's different in the MCU. I wouldn't. I would say half, at least half of the scenes are from his perspective. No, no, I wouldn't say so. Mm, I mean, I think he you gets. Want to go back and rewatch the movie? Oh, don't, he gets. Oh, don't, he oh, gets oh, don't tell more. me, bitch. Uh, I got that shit on you. Right. I could. I, 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 I do numbers. He, I don't. <laughs> yeah. The key point is he gets more POV scenes than any other character does by a significant margin. <laughs> Yes, maybe his percentage it's, it's is low, but nobody else comes close to what is really work. Yeah, I just no, I I just like the well, okay, it's so and so's story because you know it, it checks these boxes, but I, there's there's something well, more. Well, just to be clear, I'm boxes, not but. I'm not saying this because I am looking at it from film. I'm looking at it from I oh, had really? this thought before I started <laughs> analyzing it. He is basically the main character of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is not, I'm checking off a uh, litmus test of things that I learned in film school that nobody else would know. I'm looking at it basically as, dude is the main character of this story. (laughs) 
Like Did you the read last this on shot a blog? of the movie is him enjoying the victory of his story that he just told. <laughs> like it is pretty easily his story. <laughs> Was this on Screen Rant? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look. I have heard multiple people express the same opinion. Yeah, <laughs> lots of people believe well, in flat earth, too. That, did, that doesn't mean shit that, to me. What? Numbers don't <laughs> mean shit to me, me for me. <laughs> for me, that's the beauty of Infinity War. Was That yeah. that was what made this movie great. MCU actually had, the, Marvel Studios had the balls to say, I'm going to tell a villain story. Because that's not the thing people are expecting. I'm going to tell the story where the villain goes on this journey and then wins. Nobody expected them to actually do that. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that was we great. all expected them to do that. We knew that we knew that there had to be the snap because there was a two-part movie. Like they told you, okay, this Infinity is going to be Infinity War, and then it's going to be Endgame. So clearly, they can't win in Infinity well, War. Well, knowing that there's a snap at the end of this movie doesn't not doesn't make it not his story, right? But it makes it it I'm makes saying. it the first half of a complete story. Right. Oh, okay. So this right here will will this will dovetail into my problem with Dune, <laughs> which is I like Infinity War because it actually does stand on its own. Yes, it is the first part of a two part story, but Infinity War works by itself. My problem yes. with Dune Part One, I still love that movie. I make my top ten list every year. It's probably going to be on that list. But the fact of the matter is, is I hate the fact that Dune just abruptly stops. Yeah. Like it's it's not like Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring where this is its own movie. No, Dune just stops. Dune yeah. just stops. <laughs> In the middle of the damn story. No, it doesn't I don't know wrap what you're shit ta- up. It just fucking stops. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like every every great movie like, just uh, stop like halfway through. Like that's I feel like you got a lot of cinema rage inside of you that just needs place. Look, I, look, to I, come out. I will freely, I will freely admit. Yeah, I've been bitching about Dune since I saw, it. and I love uh, Dune. Don't get me wrong; I thought it was a great movie, but it still irritates the shit out of me. I will feel very differently about Dune once Part Two comes out. Once I get the actual rest of the story, it won't bother me as much. But right now, I think I feel you should like say, you "Suckered me into a movie to only tell me half the goddamn gets, story." <laughs> once Part Two gets released, yes, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Because wow. release is sounding like something you need real bad. <laughs> I I guess I just accept that that was the way they decided to tell this story is in two parts. But you're right. Yeah, it doesn't what? stand on its own at all. And it's very hard to judge the film, at least for right. me, without seeing that second half. Uh, unlike Infinity War, where I can feel like I can make some judgments about what I, I felt and whether I liked it you know, and whether I thought it was well done. Um, I don't feel the, like I can actually do that so much with Dune. <laughs> it's the Casino Royale Quantum of Solace issue, because I used to discuss those two movies, too. I love Casino Royale. I like, I like Quantum of Solace, but I feel like it doesn't stand on its own. Like, you have to have seen Casino Royale for Quantum of Solace to make sense. <laughs> Did you see that movie, Patrick? Uh, it's in the MCU that involved all those Infinity Stones and that Infinity Gauntlet. You saw that one, I right? I did. I did. What was that one called? <laughs> it was like uh, all about those Infinity Stones. Like everybody was focused on those goddamn Infinity Stones. Like the whole story revolved around Infinity Stones. Gotta get the stones. I think you're everybody, actually describing like all uh, the characters. Gotta get the stones. Like ten of them. <laughs> Gotta get the stones. 
I think you're actually describing like <laughs> ten of them. They didn't know there were stones back then. Yeah, it was weird, just like though. it was random. Like, it was random shit. It was oh, it's a block. It's a block of blue. I gotta get that block of blue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or that that red mist. <laughs> that fucking red mist is gonna kill Jane Foster. I gotta get that shit. Um, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. It. You know what? It's fine. I, okay. I don't know. I don't know why I reacted as strongly to that as as I did. It's the contrary in me. It, it's fine. I get it. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Look, I, honestly, you're, I, I've had that conversation with other people, and other people have also bumped on that. I'm, I'm not saying that you have to view it the same way that I do, but I believe that movie was basically like they'll do it all the time in the comic books. Like you'll get like like. Kang will get his own like oh, yeah. miniseries or or Thanos will get his own miniseries. I just kind of viewed it as this. There are Avengers comic books and every now and then you'll get a villain miniseries. Infinity War for me was basically that. Oh, we actually did a villain story. I didn't expect you to do that. That's what kind of made that great. I like the part of the charm for me of the Marvel Studios movies are all of these movies, even when they come out with nine of like five TV shows and four movies, all of them still have their own individual identities. That's actually what kind of makes them great. Um, and so that's the identity for me for uh, Infinity War. I'm not saying everybody has to have the same opinion that I do, but for me, Infinity War is the Marvel Studios actually made a fucking villain story. Awesome. Did not think they would do that. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, um, they, the Sony did the same thing with Venom. That's basically the same movie. Well, and also a really good example would also be fucking Joker. Um, I mean, that is straight up just a villain story. Like they don't, there's nothing else going on in that movie, but the villain story. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, has, okay, so- I'm, I'm trying to decide whether I want to just, you know, Drop like a big bag of shit on on Shang Chi or or not, and I <laughs> or just a tiny bag of shit. Yeah, or, so you saw Shang Chi? Oh yeah, well, I, I I've seen I've seen most of them. I saw Shang uh, Shang Chi, and um, mm. in his fucking fucking ten ten bracelets, not fucking ten rings. You fucking. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that there's no version of the Mandarin other than the exact copy of what's in the comic books that would oh, make dude, you happy. Dude, I think at this dude, point, the, dude, the act of the fact that there are changes at all is what we're Slatterly was obviously he just, just a He could just be a guy that's got <laughs> ten rings that do shit. Like, look, Shang-Chi's rings, they're just like, okay, I got mm-hmm. this bracelet and I could punch somebody with the bracelet. The Mandarin's rings, like, creates darkness, invisibility, ice, Power beams, levitate, levitation, like that's that's what I'm looking for. That's that's what the meat is, not just oh look, I can I can do jumping jacks with my rings. Woo! Okay, <laughs> all right, dude, whatever. I it, it it definitely makes it sound like hey, we had already called something the ten rings, so we kind of have to stick with the rings, but we don't really want to do rings because it actually no, they doesn't. Look, do I like want to do that shit. <laughs> They they could have done it now twice. They could have done it properly the first time around, and they just kind of painted a mannequin in in Mandarin dress and paraded him around as you know, leading us to believe that it was going to be the Mandarin. 
and no such luck. Like they literally put a guy in the costume. They had him sit in a chair and they showed me his 10 rings on his fucking fingers. I, I don't I, I don't know how big of a cocktail yeah. I'm supposed to take. That, like my that, balls are just that, straight that, blue. Straight, straight they blue. did you I, dirty, I, Patrick. That's while, what it while is. I, straight while up. I don't while I don't have a problem with that version of the character, I do get why people are pissed about that one. Ordinarily changes and adaptations I'm like, oh, I'm fine with. I actually understand why people are pissed about that one. Because I feel like the filmmaker was actively going out of his way to fuck with the yes. audience. <laughs> Yes. Which is why I loved it. <laughs> right. Like, to be fair, that's part of why I kind of like it too. But, but I'm not going to, but I understand. Mm. And this is, this is a case where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be like, I don't understand why you're mad. No, no, I totally get why you're mad. No, I get it. I totally fucking get it. But I, but I do want to ask. So the version of the Mandarin that's in Shang-Chi though, I mean, other than the fact that it's bracelets and not rings, is there really any other issue with the character? Because I actually liked that character. I, I mean, mean, I also had a problem character... with it. Those are clearly not rings, obviously. But other than that, yeah, it's a pretty the... minor like thing to quibble about. It's just... Eh, the character, the character is more than good. just the jewelry, right? Right. Like Patrick was saying, it's what the jewelry does. So the character doesn't have the core abilities now yeah. mm-hmm. that are associated with that character. It's like they came out with a Superman that can't fly, uh, it isn't affected by kryptonite, uh, isn't able to leap a building in a single bound. Okay, for a moment there, you were just describing with the airplanes airplanes original Superman. And birds. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I was going to make you know the same point, but then I was like, I, it I, I, I don't want to. It's wanna... like you came out with the Hulk, <laughs> but it's just like it's just like some fat dude with green hair that can't pick up a table. It's like, oh, but I'm the Hulk. Like, no, you're not. I'm not here for that. Get that bullshit out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm looking like for something specific. It's like they came out with the Hulk, and it's old. It's only Bruce Banner. <laughs> no, no. The, it, the first half okay. of Angling's Hulk. It does kind of have to be Bruce Banner. It does have to be Bruce. But it's be like, okay, here's Nightcrawler, but he can't teleport. Well, then what the fuck's the point, man? Or if he's just like a normal looking dude and he's not like that, that, that makes the character, right? Like all of these things make the character that I want to see in this movie. So. Like, if you're not going to give me that, that's fine. But don't cock tease me and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. No, you're not. Fuck you. You'll never get it. You can eat my balls. <laughs> so, yeah. How do so you explain? I, 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 how do you explain the throwaway lines where they mention something related to the character, like Nightcrawler's tattoos, and then get that one detail wrong? I will say. Oh, I did these myself. These are important to my religion. (laughs) Every time I fuck up, I need to scar myself. Because, you know, that's you can only be religious if you're crazy in a movie. So, yeah, let me go do that. That's fun. So, I will say for me, for like a character like Deadpool, where I'm a little more invested in the actual character, it bothered me when they basically just destroyed that character in X-Men Origins Wolverine. I uh-huh. think my issue is I'm not particularly invested in the Mandarin. It's not a character that I give a shit about. Like I never, I never really had an Iron Man phase. I think there was a year where I bought Iron Man. And I think in that year, the Mandarin wasn't used. I think yeah. the closest I've ever gotten to the Mandarin was one storyline. 
uh, I think Patrick will know what I'm talking about. One storyline in the X Men that involves Psylocke <laughs> and also happened to mention have to have Mandarin. Honest to God, I think that may be the only Mandarin storyline I have ever read in my entire life. And he was just a side character that just happened to be in it. So for me, I'm not particularly invested in this character. And incidentally, <laughs> people are like, "Oh no, he's got to be this stereotype and blah 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 for the Mandarin." The one, the one from that Jim Lee story, the Jim Lee Chris Claremont mm. story that we're talking about. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking I know, about. Yeah, I know yeah. that's exactly what you're talking about, but this is to let everybody right. else in. Um, Fair enough. Like that, that character, that was a great fucking character. Like I don't know, like you know, normally you see him and he's fighting Iron Man and blah blah blah. But and and I didn't read Iron Man long enough to get like into the meat of the Mandarin from that. But having seen him in that X Men. Uh, x-men story where he's basically like oh you know i'm also like a criminal mastermind and i have my own like you know criminal enterprise and i'm joining forces with the hand which is you know this group of yakuza that go and kill shit um because we're fucking with the x-men because that's what we do because we're evil um that character was fucking amazing like he was not like he was like he was like on point like he was like fucking super villain like a hundred i don't like that's what I want to see. Like you, you. I, I don't need. I don't well, need any of his like silly costume shit. But he still had his rings, and he still had all the power so, and the swagger that came from. You know, I can do all kinds of shit to you with these ten rings that I took off of this alien dragon spaceship. So fuck it. I think that's for me why the version of the Mandarin in Shang Chi was fine for me because. Because I'm not invested in the powers that the rings can do, I was like, oh, here's a version of the character that is that character. Yeah, they fucked up the rings. Because I don't deny that. Yes, they absolutely fucked up the rings. I'm in complete agreement with you on that. But to me, the essence of the character, which for me is not the rings, was fine. I was like, oh, this is actually a pretty good version of the character. Because for me, I'm not super invested in... Oh, these, these ten rings. Because I'm aware of it, but I'm just not invested. So I'm like, oh yeah, he has those rings and he can do those rings. But for me, I cared more about he's a criminal mastermind. He's manipulative. He can do all of this. So I was like, oh, so you gave me that version. That's the version that's in Shang-Chi. He just doesn't have the rings. <laughs> so yeah, and, I think that's why it kind of didn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's Yeah, that's the fine. only like, version of the character I've ever gotten was the, the criminal mastermind that was in that one X-Men story. This, this is basically that version of that character. I don't even think he uses the rings in that storyline. He does. <laughs> like, he does, like, very shortly, but then Psylocke stops him. Because she's like, oh, you thought I was controlled. Nope. 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 I don't oh, yeah, agree of that. Right, I got yeah. better, son. So, uh, you know. And then... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again... <laughs> Again, I'm just, I I definitely am not gonna like shit on somebody else because yeah, if it was, if it was like the Fantastic Four, which I know they're gonna be doing, there's a reason I get so upset about the Fantastic Four. I fucking love those characters and they keep making shitty versions of of those characters. Over and over and over. (laughs) So yeah, I get, I get the passion. I just, the Mandarin is just not one of those characters I'm passionate about, but like, there are characters like, I'm passionate it, about. It's one of those things where that, that's a, that's a great character. That's a fine character, but that's not that character. So just, just don't name him that. It's like, you know, it's like new Star Trek, uh, uh, uh Chris Pine Star Trek, <laughs> Kelvin Trek. It's like, just don't call it Star right. Trek. It would be per, I would have no problem with it if it, if you yeah. would just call it something different and not try to link yeah. it to this other thing for like this, very shameful cash grab. Like it's a, it's just yeah. 
I, I don't know why they did it. Yeah. I don't know why they made Shang-Chi. Um, if it's like, oh, no, it, you know, okay, we just have to have. Well, there's other things in the movie other than the Mandarin. <laughs> so I think the question is, do you have a problem with their characterization of Shang-Chi? Because that version of that character was fine for I me. don't know anything about him. So, you know, it's fine. Like, he's, he's. But how do you, how do you feel about the. I'm not asking how do you feel about him as an adaptation. I'm asking how do you like the character oh, that was I in mean, the movie. I mean, he's fine. <laughs> I mean, okay, so it. So uh, back to our uh, identifying with middle aged men. Um, I'm watching this guy. <laughs> he's kind of a slacker. Yeah. He's got a job. He's not doing good at it. He doesn't try to do anything else. And now he's going to be, you know, whatever. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of seeing that because that's that's uh, that's not how things work. Yeah. And it's setting a bad precedent for people to want to live up to. But, hey, whatever. It's fine. It's a movie. OK, he's well, doing that's the- because you're supposed to look up to the character at the end of the story, not the character at the beginning of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we've been over this. Like part of it is, <laughs> right. you know, you got to be worthy beforehand. Which shows that you're worthy at the end, not well. I was, yeah, I was I just a fuck that, up. I don't think but that, now I'm good because I fought one battle and didn't. I didn't run away screaming yeah, like a, a bitch. Okay, all right. There's a lot of comic stories where the person starts off as kind of a shitty person yeah. and then becomes a better and person. This, that is that so. is true. You notice those aren't the ones they're making movies of. That's not Peter Parker, well, right? They, they made Doctor Strange. <laughs> Fair enough. They made made Iron Man. Fair enough. Patrick prefers the sword in the stone model. I do. Yeah. No. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And and you know what? I I I, that's actually something that I've known about you for a while. So I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. I know that you prefer characters like Superman and Captain America. I get that. That's that's fine. You you like these characters that are intrinsically good. No, and I think that, I like Batman that, that, too. That, that's fine. It's not that's, that he's intrinsically good. It's like he earned his shit. Like he's like, okay, I'm not just I'm not just some asshole that just lucked into this. Like he went off for twenty years or sorry, ten years, right? Learning all this shit so he can go beat bad guys in the face and not get arrested for it. And I'm like, you know what? I respect that, sir. I respect that. I completely agree with you, but I feel like if you made an argument that Batman didn't just wasn't just given the shit. Like, I know so many people that would be like, he's a millionaire because his parents died. Yeah. But just because... <laughs> Look, no, I completely yeah. agree with you. Let me yeah, just yeah, state yeah, that yeah, up yeah. front. Well, I, I, I don't hate people because they have money, right? And I know that you can't, <laughs> right. like, you can't buy... You can't buy the skills that he has. Like, you have to suffer like the, to get those skills. So... The reason that you just gave for Batman being great is the reason why... He was one of my favorite characters growing up. I love the fact that in this world where like people can fly and some people have a lasso that forces you to tell the truth and they can lift buildings. This motherfucker just trained really hard at karate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He also puts in the work too, because, (laughs) you know, like it's not just, you know, getting your ass kicked for eight hours for three months. You know, it's, uh, Mm -hmm. he's got to go lay out in the bushes and get a camera or a listening device or a tracker where it needs to be. Yeah. Right. And uh, that means in the cold, in the mud, in the rain, in the snow, you know, in the suck. Yeah. Yeah. And then some super paradisal comes and like breaks his ribs and he's like, well, I guess I got to go back out to work tomorrow because 
uh, he's going to just keep killing people. So, yeah. I, yeah, because crime's not going to fucking stop just because I got a broken rib. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. I fucking love Batman. Batman is probably still my favorite DC character. Uh, and uh, growing up, people would always have the um, Batman versus Superman debate. And for me, the reason why Batman always won is, look, don't get me wrong, I love Superman. I've read a shit ton of great Superman stories, but I just kind of feel like it's it's hard for me to give a shit about the guy who is just inherently good and could do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Well, <laughs> like, I definitely identify more with the guy that had to put in the work. Well, okay. <laughs> but, okay, so, so not to dovetail into Batman Superman, but, yeah, as a quick aside, mm. Superman isn't inherently good, right? Like, I, you can make the argument that having the power of a god would make you right. inherently evil because there's no there's no constraint on your id. No, so no consequence. Right. Yeah. So the fact that right. that Superman is as good as he is is a testament to the constant, especially when like he goes off and he fights the bad guys and then they hurt somebody that he care he gives a shit about, and you'd be like, you know, right. I could just. I could just laser lobotomize your. Fo- I I could turn you into red mist, like and not even like they wouldn't even know that I did it. I could do it so fast on the other side of the world, yeah. they'd be like, "Oh shit, he just he just exploded. That's weird." But I don't, I don't, because that's that's I'm a good guy. I don't kill people, so you know. I mean, there's actually a, a, a one issue story that basically tackles that. It's called "What's So Wrong with." Truth, justice, in the American way. It is literally a group of people, like five Punishers showed up and they were like, okay, well, we're going to do the shit that Superman won't do. And Superman was like, no, no, I could do this shit. I'm capable of doing this shit. You are very lucky that I don't do this shit. <laughs> so have, have let me show you what I could do. <laughs> let me show you what I could do. And then now you'll be very happy that I am the goody two shoes that you make fun of. Be very happy that I am that person. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Superman is not a great character. It's 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 more the I love Superman. I've read a ton of Superman characters, but when I was growing up, I just intrinsically connected more to Batman for the I don't know, for me, the this is a guy that had to work for it philosophy and obviously superman has to work for it like you just said for that but like for me i had i i definitely generated closer to characters that were more powerless and just were they were just there because they were just that fucking good at it or people like spider-man which is my life sucks but i still get up every day and do this because that's what the right thing to do is love that character and i love that aspect of that character (laughs) yeah i love that I, 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 Spider-Man's a great fucking character. So back to the original question, Shang-Chi, I think, like, he's fine, but he's just, he's kind of, you know, he's just average. Like, he's the, he's the lowest tier of superheroes. Like, he hasn't done anything special. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to be him for Christmas or, or Christmas, for Halloween or anything <laughs> like that. Like, we'll have a big fight scene and he'll punch somebody and then we'll all kind of forget that he was there. Um, okay, fine. Right. I, I did think his his buddy Aquafina. stole most of the scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was literally was just in. about to talk about that, too, where I was going to be like, look, I like Aquafina, and I think she definitely had some great scenes in this movie, but in the end, I had the exact same feeling I do about a lot of side characters, which is, why is this person here? 
Um, um, also, the archery thing. I like. I don't watch MCU movies for realism, but sometimes I'm like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing where. I'm gonna. I want to feel useful, so I'm gonna learn archery, despite the fact that we're gonna be fighting this thing in like two days, and then suddenly in two days I'm basically Hawkeye. Fuck you. <laughs> you made one shot, which could have very well been a lucky shot. Like that happens. Maybe. Right. It's not like, Maybe. not like she was like trick shooting, like uh, like Kate Bishop. Like whoop, 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 whoop. she wasn't doing that. She's like, okay, let me line it up. Oh, hey, look, it hit the thing. Awesome. Look at me. I helped. Um, so I will say Shang-Chi gave me something. It was a very minor aspect of the movie, but then it came up again in Spider-Man. I like the new ver- I like the new Wong. <laughs> I love uh, I love Wong and everything he shows up in right now. Wong is fucking yeah. fantastic. I, yes, Wong, was, <laughs> Wong is fucking awesome. I like Wong. Yeah. Um, uh, so, my, yeah. My biggest takeaway from the movie was I liked... The first two thirds where they were doing like something resembling actual stunt work, then better than yeah. the last third where it's all CGI magic stuff. And I, it was, I don't know. I was like, this is so much cooler when they're actually probably doing some stunt work. I mean, maybe there's some CGI t- uh, trickery, but I can't tell where one begins and the other ends. Whereas I yeah. absolutely know that guy flying, throwing rings through the air, boomerang it's style bullshit. is, yeah, this yeah. is all CGI. And yeah, I, I've seen I, I a whole lot of CG. No, no, no. They yeah. made those rings. Did you not, did you not know that? Like they made those. <laughs> I, yeah, it's all technology. I definitely man. enjoyed the kung fu aspect of the first like two thirds of that movie, I would agree with that. I thought that was nice. I, I don't that that was the identity for this movie. It was the MCU kung fu movie, and I was like, "Hey, you guys are doing a great version of that." And then yeah, it got less when they kind of started to move away from that. I was like, "Oh, I liked it more when you were just basically making a kung fu flick." <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It was. It stopped being a a kung fu flick, at least not as far as I could recognize it as one. And I I got less interested. I I got you know maybe not quite bored but a whole lot less engaged in the film <laughs> so well it probably would have te- helped if i'd been more into the characters and other aspects of the movie but it was mostly just the kung fu <laughs> and and uh what's her name aquafina so. well i will say cuz it reminds me of the tv shows i will say for the shows falcon and the winter soldier and hawkeye are like on the opposite ends of the spectrum because they felt very different than WandaVision and Loki because they were just operating on a completely different level. But I feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I liked some aspects of it, but I was basically bored by most of it. I thought some of it was interesting, but I was mostly bored. I think Hawkeye, and I think it helps that I think it was shorter. I think, I, I, no, I don't remember how many episodes Falcon were. Also, they're both six. Yeah. Okay. Hawkeye, I just think, did a better job of it. I think Hawkeye was pretty fantastic, actually. Um, uh, and uh, I, if I don't you were know. going to I describe like what kind of show Hawkeye is, what would you com- to something that I might be familiar with? I, movie honestly, or film? What TV? what it, what Hawkeye came off to me as, and I, this will be spoiler free. What Hawkeye came off to me as was a better send off 
for Black Widow, despite the fact that she's not actually in it, than the movie Black Widow was. <laughs> because it was basically about all these characters that were affected by the death of this character. And so it felt like a great send-off for that character. Hawkeye himself, I think is a I think Jeremy Renner's a pretty good actor. I think they actively go out of their way to make Hawkeye is kind of boring. And I don't understand why they're doing that. Because this is a case where maybe I am a little invested in the character. Because that is not what Hawkeye is like in the comics. Well, yeah, Um, in the comics, he's kind of an asshole. So, yeah, he's basically what Tony Stark is. Uh, in the comics, I would say Hawkeye is closer to what Tony Stark is. He's definitely the guy that just likes to get in everybody's face and likes to be the person making all the, like, rules. And I was like, yeah, I, I like that character in the comics. And I feel like you're going out of your way to tone down this version of that character, which it's fine. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it, but I, it's weird I for think me. it works better <laughs> in the in the live-action MCU for Hawkeye to be like Hawkeye is. Because if Hawkeye... Like, if Hawkeye is a dick and he's getting in the face of, you know, Captain America, Thor, or Iron Man, he's going to be very short-lived. Because he's not... He's not that level, right? Like, he's not... Like, he cannot Mm. take on any of those guys. Like, he can slow them down, Mm. but, you know, if they're like, oh, no, I'm going to go get Hawkeye. Like, that's... It's pretty much done for him. So... You know, it's good that he's like he's the he's the steady rock out of all of those guys, right? Which they bring mm. up in Age of Ultron, right? Like he's like they need you. They right? You're just the guy, the regular guy that you know that they know and they trust, and you look out for them. And you're not trying to you don't have an ego or any of this other shit. You're just just a nice little family man. You just want to come home and hug your kids. So that's that's I- good. I would agree with you on that. I, I would just say for me, part of the love that I have for the character in the comics is he's this brash person that gets in Thor's face knowing that Thor can smash him. And he does it anyway. Yeah. And my thing is, is I feel like Hawkeye, and you can say the same thing about Punisher because I've read that comic and it was amazing. <laughs> Punisher versus the Avengers was fucking fantastic. Um, he's that guy where he's like, I'm probably not going to win, but this is not going to be as easy yeah. as you think this is probably going to be. Well, okay. <laughs> So, also, I will add that when I read Hawkeye in the comic books, I didn't like the character because he was annoying. So, um, that might be why I'm like, yeah, it's good that they changed him because, you know, fuck that guy. I don't, I honestly, if I was going to watch a whole movie with this guy in it, like, I'll be honest, Iron Man got on my nerves uh, on half of those fucking movies, but... Yeah. Not even a little bit. I remember. <laughs> right? Exactly. And so it's like, okay, I can't, we can't do more than one of those. Like there could only be room for one of those. Right. Um, but it's. And when we did get more than one of those, they at least made a joke about it in Infinity War when him and Dr. Strange were kind of, cause they're basically yes, the same yes, character. They <laughs> and they all think their shit um, don't stink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, I think, you know, Hawkeye, Hawkeye is a, is a, you know, it's, it's kind of that buddy cop thing with the, the seasoned vet and the new rookie is basically what it, what it boils down to. And that one's kind of more just fun. Like, we're just going to tell this fun story. Falcon and the Winter Soldier got bogged down in all of their, like, they're, they're trying to do some, some deep political storytelling and, 
oh no, this is, you know, we feel oppressed and this, that, and the other thing. And it was like, that was, that was, I'll be honest, that was a slog to get through. Like, I watched all of it, but I was like, I okay, did feel, this is getting felt, old. Was, oh wait, there's a fight scene. Okay, good. I'm back in. Yeah. So I, I thought Falcon, go ahead. No, you did. Uh, I thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier was slower paced than it should have been. It, it did drag. Um, my big, I, I had no interest in the A plot. I kind of liked the B and the C and the D plots of that story, but the A plot about the, I can't even remember what the name of the group was, but, um, the adorable. No, no, no. The people that wanted, uh, no borders. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, I didn't care about them. I didn't even really understand what their grievances were. I felt that wasn't terribly... I, I even asked other people who watched it, and they couldn't seem to explain it clearly to me either. Um, you want me to explain it to so you? And so that kind of... You want me huh? to explain it to you? Um, Sure. <laughs> I, I, no, oh, you mean the, the, the villains of the show? Oh, okay. The, uh, yeah. So basically, when there was a snap, half of the, half of the population goes away, and... Everyone that's left is like, well, now there's a, there's a, there's a labor shortage. We need people to keep our societies going. And so what the governments did, they said, fuck it, you, it, free immigration. If you can get here, come here, it's great. You can probably just move into this house because these people have been snapped and they don't, they don't live here anymore. So you can get like a nice house and a nice residential neighborhood. You get like a job and whatever. And like all of these barriers that used to be there are no longer there. And then. It got unsnapped and everybody came back and they were like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, you guys that have been here for like five years, you need to get the fuck out because, you know, the Johnsons want their house back and their jobs back and their, you know, whatever. And so you guys, you guys got to go like you. We've got some camps set up for you so you can like resettle like not here, um, but you can kind of go fuck yourselves. And they wanted they wanted a return to the one world nation that came from that hardship. So I will say this about Falcon. Okay. See, I, I kept, I could not, that that was more clear than I could ever get out of the show. And maybe I just zoned out for the one time they explained it, but every episode I went, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of a slog to get to that. I also was like, what the fuck do you people want? And you know, I, I I worked at it, but yeah, my problem with, my problem with it was I understood what they were supposed to be, but my thing is, is pretty early, not early on, it was about halfway through the story, they just became straight up terrorists. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, okay, so you had a nuanced point, but now you're just terrorists. <laughs> At some point, you just became a terrorist group. And I, it's hard to empathize when you've just decided to become a terrorist group. Uh, I will say this. It's funny we were talking about adaptation before because I... I think it's interesting that they definitely made a show that was super political, but what they basically did was they brought Falcon back to closer to what that version of the character is in the cow books. Cause that character in the cow books is super political. So they just basically took the character and said, okay, well this character will bring closer to how he is in the comics, which, which kind of made me okay with it. But at the same time, I agree. The political stuff made it a slog to get through where I was like, yeah, I get what you're doing, but I just, it's not as interesting a story for me. I just, I don't care. I find it fascinating that you're trying to bring this character closer to how he is in the comics. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like, I kind of don't give a shit, but 
like we said, you know, you get the Dora Milaje uh, interacting with mm. uh, uh, with Winter Soldier, and that was fun. Like the Winter Soldier and Falcon bits. Well, that you know, Baron Zemo was Zemo, great. Zemo was good. Like Zemo was fucking great. Yeah, like, you kind of got to get through like the first half of it, and then like it it the pacing gets better. Um, you know, mm. and. and huh, and you get that visual with the shield, which is that's stark. Like that was that that stuck with me. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, U.S. agent. Who, it's not subtle. It is not subtle. It's not it subtle. is not subtle at all. You're like, okay, well then, I guess uh, I guess this didn't go the way we wanted it to go, huh? Huh? All right, all right. But but if you're looking at the story they were trying to tell, it was. Oh effective. yeah. Oh yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh yeah, dude. that that was super like, effective. Dude, I can't. <laughs> You know, and this we're being non-spoilery. We're like, okay, hey man, I I get where you're coming from. You can't do that in the street. You can't do that's some shit you can't do in the street, yeah. son. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody ever tell you that some shit you just can't you just can't do that in the street? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, but I thought that was a great scene. Also, the Julia Louise Dreyfus character was introduced. It was supposed to be introduced to Black yes. Widow, but then Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out first. <laughs> so, but yes, I I love. I love that character in the comics because uh, she's basically evil. Oh, well, more <laughs> evil. Because <than> Nick, <laughs> Nick Fury, and that's part of the charm of that character. He's not all good. <laughs> He's uh, she's a, a little more freewheeling Nick Fury. I'm willing to go to places that Nick Fury is not willing to go to. So, and I think it's great that they brought that character into the MCU. I love that character. Also. She's also Nick Fury's wife. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, great. I love that character. <laughs> so it'll be great that they brought that character in. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Um, characters that were across multiple things. I will say I loved Yelena. Uh, oh, I think mm-hmm. Yelena, for me, was probably my favorite MCU character from 2021. That Which one was Yelena? She was uh, Florence Pugh in Black Widow. Black, Black Widow sister. sister. Oh, Black Widow sister. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow sister. Yeah, she no, also she was shows great. up in, and she shows up in Hawkeye. Ah, yeah. And, uh, oh, well, I'm much well, more interested in Hawkeye now. It was. It was definitely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was. It was one of those things that was heavily advertised beforehand. Ah, so. only if you're foolish enough to watch advertising. Uh, that's that's your own fault. You didn't fuck that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> But yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, I mean, if you saw, okay, I'll say this: you said you saw Black Widow twice, Brian. Yes, yes. Then it's not a surprise to you that she was in Hawkeye. You saw the well, post-credit I, scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of. It doesn't surprise me, but if I, I, nobody had actually confirmed it or stated it, it was just kind of a vague notion in my head that well, it wouldn't surprise me if she showed no, no, up. No, I mean, for the but, listeners, so when, since we said it was non-spoilery, uh, that. I, I mean, I liked Kang. I liked Kang from Loki. I thought he was Kang from Loki was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could go on for days about fucking Loki. Loki was amazing. <laughs> I think the only thing that Which the MCU character that is was, Kang. Did Did you watch was, it? Um, the yeah the, at the very end. He was the character at the end. Yeah, the black the guy. Char- Jonathan Majors <laughs> character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Though I think he was probably that more character Mortis. has another name though, just so we're oh, clear. Yeah. Yes, 
He actually okay. has three separate names. It's the name he had on the show, which was He Who Remains, which actually in the comics is a totally different person, but whatever. That's that was his name in, in, in Loki. And then he also has Immortus, which is I think who they had him dressed up as in, in Loki. I was like, that's not Kang, that's Mortis, who is what Kang turns into in the comics is Mortis. Uh but you do see uh that statue at the end. Yep. Uh that that that's Kang. That that's him in that's, his Kang That's costume. what I remember. It's him and his his right. Kang bit, so so yeah, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I only didn't go into Loki because I'm actually hoping to have like a whole episode about Loki. Well, I think we I, should. Yeah, I fucking love Loki. Uh, Loki was amazing. Um, and uh, the only MCU thing that I think may have been better this year for me was WandaVision. Uh, and that's only because, and this is where I will say I'm being a story person. I just thought it was a beautiful story about grief. And I thought it was just so well done that you had a superhero story that also worked on the level of this is a really touching story about grief. And I thought that was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was good. I, so. I really I really liked uh, I really liked WandaVision. Um but yeah, it's probably it's probably about that time, I think. Yeah. I think it's probably been past that time, but I yeah. think Yeah. Some of us got a little excited. I will freely admit that I was definitely one of those people. <laughs> okay, I fucked up. I get it. Well, exciting things happen, and that's normal for all of us to be excited about the thing. Yeah. But there's something I'd like to direct you to, and that's a place where you can download and subscribe to the show. This show, as a matter of fact, and that's SciFiShow.net. Now, we're in the podcast aggregator of your choice as you may well know, being that you're listening to it now. But on the website, you can uh, find links to those aggregators. Perhaps you're not listening it, listening to it. Wow. Let's try that again. Maybe you're not listening to the show in your car or on your run or, I don't know, you're probably not commuting to work because half the planet is working from home. But let's just say you are. Let's say you are commuting to work. It's a good time to listen to a show just like this. SciFiShow.net. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter if you need an update for when we publish. And until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. And this is Brian. And I'm inevitable. (laughs) Nice.